0: I'm Jonathan Mosen and in episode 98, join me for some Apple slices. We look at moving apps in iOS, using iOS voice control, and how to change what the thumb keys do when the APH Mantis or similar braille displays are connected to an iDevice.
1: Mosen at
0: Hello, Londa Peterson. She says, I have an iPhone question. I switched from Android to a brand new iPhone 12. The main reasons for the switch have to do with Braille with an uppercase B support and Android's lack of it. My question is regarding editing home screens. I want to do a lot of customization, but I'm having trouble figuring out how to get started. Is there a way to wipe the whole home screen clean and build from the ground up? If not, what would be the best way to get started? I guess, Londa, there now is a way to wipe the home screen. I don't know if I'd recommend it, but you could potentially delete all the apps and leave them in the app library, and that would blank out your home screen. There are some Apple apps that can't be removed, but presumably you can move them now to the new app library that's in iOS 14. But I think the easiest way to get started is just to learn how to move things around to customize them to your heart's content. And you can also create folders where apps go as well. Some people think that the innovation of the app library in iOS 14 somewhat makes folders obsolete, but I disagree. I'm a neat freak. I like having my apps in folders. So let's explore how you do this. The first thing we need to do is make sure that a particular handy-dandy setting is enabled in VoiceOver. So I'm going to open voiceover settings with Siri. Here are the settings for voiceover. Settings.
2: Accessibility. Back button. Let's explore. Voiceover. Voiceover. voice Tap. Double. Learn more. Voiceover. Quickly flicking through. Speaking rate. Speech. Braille. Voiceover recognition. But verbosity. But audio. But commands. But activities.
0: Rotor. Button. Rotor actions. Button. And this is the one that we want. So I'm going to double tap. Edit apps on home screen on. You want to make sure that edit apps on home screen is enabled. I believe it is disabled by default. It certainly was at one point and I enabled it and have not touched it since. So be sure that this is selected because otherwise some of the things I'm going to demonstrate are not going to work for you. Now I'm going to go back to the home screen by swiping up from the bottom of the phone. Now let's say that I want to move the Messages icon, which in my case is at the top of the screen. Messages. Messages has focus now, and I'm going to flick down with one finger. Edit mode. And there is edit mode. I'll double tap. Started editing. VoiceOver tells me it started editing, and now when I flick around the screen, Settings is editing. We get the appendix is editing to everything, so I'll flick left again messages is editing and now swipe down. Stop editing apps. Delete. This is how you can delete an app. When you delete an app, you'll now be asked whether you really want to delete it all the way off your phone or just delete it from your home screen and leave it in the library. You get to the library by swiping past all of your pages of apps and then you'll find the library at the end of those pages of apps. You can delete some, but not all, Apple apps That won't save you any disk space unless the app has created some data that's stored on your phone that it will then remove. But the actual app itself, which is pretty minimal in terms of the space it takes anyway, will not be actually deleted if it's an official Apple app. It'll just be hidden. In the case of a third-party app, then yes, when you delete, it really does disappear from your phone completely. Now I flick down. Drag Messages. And this is how we move something around the screen. It's the easiest way anyway. There are other ways. I'll double tap. Settings is editing. And now when I flick left. Done. Button. Add widget. Button. Add widget. Done. Settings. Messages is gone. It's ready to be dragged. So I'm going to go to another page of my apps. Page two of four.
2: Sports folder
0: is. Whenever you go into this editing mode, your phone will always create an extra page that is blank. Page three of four. If you end up not using that page, then it will delete it when you're out of editing mode. I'm on my final page of apps. Page three dot page bandcast is... And there's the final app that's on this page at the moment. I'll flick down. Stop editing apps. Add to drag session. We'll cover the concept of adding it to a drag session when we create folders, but right now I'll flick down. Drop messages before bandcast. Drop ready. And we also have... Drop ready. See, sometimes VoiceOver doesn't speak correctly. We'll try it again. Drop Up and mes- down. Drop messages after bandcast. There we Drop go. ready. So I'll double tap that. Drop
2: complete. And now... Voice OCR bandcast messages is edited. There editing. we go.
0: Messages is now on this page of my apps. So really easy. Just to illustrate the point, we'll move it back. I'll flick down. Stop editing apps. Delete. Drag messages. Double-tap, drag messages.
2: Voice OCR is edited. Go back to page one. Page two of four. Add widget button. Self-care for home. Page one of four. Add widget button. I'll
0: go to the top of the screen. Add widget. Done. Button. Settings. And there's my settings. And you'll remember that before, messages was before settings. So now I'll flick down. Stop editing apps. Add to
2: drag session. Drop messages before settings. That's what I want to do. Drop messages before settings.
0: I'll double tap. Drop complete. And now. Smart settings messages. Messages is back to where it used to be. Let's say that I want to put the messages app in my social folder. Stop editing apps. Delete. Drag messages. I'll drag it.
2: Settings is editing. And then we'll go to page two. Page two of four. Add, done, blind, sport, reference, synology, games, for food and audio, for radio, social.
0: There's the social folder. And now I have this choice. Stop editing
2: apps. Drop messages after social folder. Drop messages after social folder. Add messages to social folder. Now I can add
0: messages to the folder. What happens if I want to create a new folder? Well, let's find another app that's not in a folder. I'll go back to this page here, which is where I'm leaving apps that I play with. Page three of four, add
2: widget, button, done, recorder, voice OCR, bandcast, is editing. I'll take this
0: app, so we'll go down. Stop editing apps, add to drag session. Add to drag session. So we are already dragging messages, you'll remember. If I double tap, we'll be dragging two apps. Dragging two items. Now there's a new option that has appeared. Stop editing apps. I'm flicking down. Add to
2: drag session. Drop messages, band, drop messages, band, create new folder with voice OCR and messages, bandcast, drop ready.
0: There we go. And you can create a new folder. When you do this, if you double tap, iOS will try and give it a name based on the apps that you are dragging. But there's an edit field there and you can name the folder yourself. And essentially, that's what there is to it. It's a very friendly system. There is a much more convoluted way that we used to have to do it, moving apps around the screen. But this is very user-friendly, very voiceover-friendly, and should allow you to customize your apps exactly the way you like.
1: So I hope that helps. Be the first to know what's coming in the next episode of Mosin at Large. Opt in to the Mosin Media List and receive a brief email on what's coming so you can get your contribution in ahead of the show. You can stop receiving emails anytime. To join, send a blank email to media-subscribe at mosin.org. That's media-subscribe at mosen.org. Stay in the know with Mosen at Large.
0: Aruni Sharma is in touch and says, hello, Jonathan. I am wondering whether voice control can be used with voiceover. Could you include it in your podcasts? I am unable to make it work. I have switched it on, but I'm unable to trigger it. Yes, happy to do that. Let's take a look at what's involved first in setting it up and then using iOS voice control. I think voice control is one of the coolest accessibility additions to happen to iPhone for quite some time. It is usable with voiceover and it can make you highly effective. Initially, voice control was designed for people with limited ability to use the keyboard. And I think initially, Apple sort of played down the impact that voice control could have on voiceover users. But there was a lot of interest, perhaps more interest than Apple had anticipated, and it now works really well with voiceover. So let's show you how it works. And first, we've got to set it up. So I will assume that you haven't done that yet. The quickest way to get voice control set up is to ask Siri to open the appropriate section, which is over in Accessibility Settings. Open Voice Control Settings.
3: Let's take a look at the settings for voice control.
0: What a good idea.
3: Settings. Accessibility. Back button.
0: I'll flick right.
3: Voice control. Heading. Voice
0: control. Off. I leave voice control off most of the time, and you can turn it on with a Siri command, but turning it on in and of itself isn't going to get voice control working for you if you've not used it before. To do that, we'll continue to flick right.
3: Voice control allows you to use your voice to control your iOS device. Learn more, language, English, United States, button.
0: The first thing to do is to download a language for voice control. What's the iDevice going to be listening for? This is a bit like choosing a text-to-speech engine that isn't built into your iDevice. If I double tap, Ready to use, heading, or flick right, Selected, English, United States. I've downloaded that and flick right again.
3: Available for download, heading, English, United Kingdom, English, India.
0: Those are the dialects of English that voice control supports. So you'll choose that, the language file will download, and then you should be good to go and you're able to turn voice control on. I'll go back by performing the two-finger scrub gesture.
3: Language, English, United States, button.
0: And flick right.
3: Customize commands, button.
0: If you're a voiceover user, you're probably familiar with the ability to go in and customize voiceover commands now. First, Apple introduced this for Braille, and then they rolled it out more widely. And it's a good way not only to customize the commands, but actually to learn what existing commands are and how Apple have set everything up. The same applies to voice control. Apple does offer some handy hints when it thinks it knows what you're on about when you use voice control. But these commands are the definitive way to find out how you can do things in voice control and, more to the point, what you can do. So I'll double tap. Create new command button. And you'll see that the grouping in here is very similar to the way that voiceover commands are grouped. First, you can create a new command, but I'll flick right.
3: Basic navigation button.
0: And the first is basic navigation. I won't go through every single screen here, but let's use basic navigation as an example of what we can explore. I'll double tap.
3: Open app switcher, on, button.
0: First of all, is the command on or off and open app switcher is on. If I double tap, I can find out how to execute that command. Enabled, on. And flick right.
3: Confirmation required, off. Phrases, heading, bullet open app switcher. Bullet open the app switcher. Bullet show app switcher. Bullet show the app switcher.
0: Those are the ways you can invoke the app switcher with voice control. I'll go back.
3: Open app switcher. On. Button. Flick right. Open control center. On. Button. Open notification center. On. Button. Open spotlight. On. Button. Open Siri. On. Button. Open less than application name greater than. On. Button. Go home. On. Button. Go back. On. Button. Tap less than item name greater than. On. Button. Less than item name greater than. Off. Button. Show me what to say. On button. Show commands. On button. Show vocabulary. On button. Search for less than phrase greater than. On button. Search web for less than phrase greater than. On button. Go to sleep. On button. Go to sleep iPhone. On button. Wake up. On button. Wake up Python. On button. Repeat less than count greater than times. On button. Make this speakable. On button. Start recording commands. On button. Stop recording commands. On button. Start recording gestures on um, button. Stop recording gestures on um, button.
0: And that is just the basic gestures screen. This voice control is really powerful and it is thorough. So if you want to make the most of voice control, take some time to explore these commands and learn about them. I'll go back. Basic navigation. And I will just show you one more series of commands or we'll flick right.
3: Overlays. Button. Basic gestures. Button. Advanced gestures. Button, dictation, button, text navigation, button, text selection, button, text editing, button, text deletion, button, device, button, accessibility, button.
0: We have accessibility here so I'll double tap.
3: Turn off voice control, on button, turn on assistive touch, on button, turn off assistive touch, on button, turn on classic invert colors, on button, turn off classic invert colors, on button, turn on smart invert colors button turn off smart invert colors on button turn on color filters on button turn off color filters on button turn on reduce white point on button turn off reduce white point on button turn on switch control on button turn off switch control on button turn on voice over on button turn off voiceover. on button turn on zoom on button turn off zoom on button voice over activate Button.
0: now we're on to voiceover specific commands which are very handy to understand so we start with voice over activate
3: voice over magic tab on button voice over select less than number greater than on button voice over read all on button voice over select less than item name greater than on button voice over select first item on button voice over select last item on button voice over select next tap on button voice over select next item on Button, Voice over select next rotor. On button, Voice over select next rotor option. On button, Voice over select previous app. On button, Voice over select previous item. On button, Voice over select previous rotor. On button, Voice over select previous rotor option. On button, Voice over select status bar. On button, Voice over item chooser. On button, Voice over speak summary. On button, Voice over stop speaking. On button, Voice over screen curtain. On. Button. Speak screen. On. Button.
0: We're now moving past the voiceover specific commands and we're on to speak screen, which is an accessibility feature outside voiceover. The one thing I would say about all of this is I wish the commands were a little less verbose. One way that could be accomplished is if you could say VO instead of voiceover.
3: Play less than phrase greater than. Off. Button. Play artist less than phrase greater than. Off. Button. Play album less than phrase greater than. Off. Button. button play playlist less than phrase greater than off button play music off button pause music off button next track off button previous track off button shuffle music off button genius off button what song is this off button dial less than phrase greater than off button dial less than phrase greater than it less than phrase greater than off button dial voicemail off button FaceTime less than phrase greater than off Button. FaceTime less than phrase greater than it less than phrase greater than. Off. Button.
0: Those are the accessibility commands you can see in the voice control commands list. I'm not sure why some of those music and dialing related commands are considered accessibility, but that's where they are. You can explore all of these commands yourself. I'll go back one more level. Accessibility. Button. And back one more level, actually. Customize commands. Button.
3: Vocabulary button
0: you can add your own vocabulary here this is rather like dragon naturally speaking or similar products where if you're in a particular industry you're using certain phrases that aren't very common and you want voice control to recognize those that's possible
3: you can teach voice control new words by adding vocabulary entries
0: yes that's basically what i said
3: command feedback heading show confirmation off play sound off show hints on Command hints help guide you as you learn voice control by suggesting commands and offering hints along the way. Continuous overlay, heading, overlay, none, button.
0: If you're not familiar with what an overlay does in this context, the next flick will give us the answer.
3: Overlays display numbers or names over your screen contents to speed interaction.
0: I don't have any of these overlays selected, so if you've downloaded your language file for voice control, you have everything set up and still it's not working. It could be worth going in and seeing whether any of these overlays are selected. I'm not clear about how compatible they are with voiceover, so if you choose none in this section, then you will be emulating the experience that I'm about to show you with the actual use of voice control on right?
3: attention aware dimmed
0: off and the reason why that's dimmed is that at the moment while I'm here in the studio, I have attention aware for face ID off. But if you enable this, well, let's see if there's a hint.
3: Allows voice control to wake up when you look at your iPhone and sleep when you look away. To enable, turn on attention aware features in Face ID and passcode.
0: There we go. That's very clear. And that is the screen for voice control. Having downloaded the language file, we're now ready to go. And I can turn voice control on either just by telling Siri to turn it on or by going to the top of the screen and double tapping. I think I will use Siri. Turn on voice control.
3: Okay. I turned on voice control. Go home. Overlay. Messages.
0: Open leer.
3: Leary. Sync mode. The old reader. Button. Tap politics. Loading. Leary. Back button.
0: Voice over select next item.
3: Grouping and sorting. Button.
0: Voice over select next item.
3: Politics. Heading.
0: Repeat three times.
3: Stop. Sunday, the 10th of January, 2021.
0: Voice over select next item.
3: Democrats ready impeachment charge against Trump for inciting the mob. Some Republicans appear open to the idea.
0: Voice over select previous item.
3: Sunday, the 10th of January, 2021.
0: Voice over select next item.
3: Democrats ready impeachment charge against Trump for inciting the mob. Some Republicans appear open to the idea.
0: Voice over activate.
3: Democrats, loading, illip politics, back button,
0: voiceover read all,
3: politics, back button, change appearance, button, Sunday, the 10th of January, 2021, at 3.09am, Democrats over, ready in charge against Trump for inciting the mob, some Republicans, voiceover, stop idea. speaking, Nicholas Fan.
0: go to sleep. Right, now I can talk to you. I don't know why that stop speaking command didn't work there, but that's how you use this with voiceover. It's quite effective. Wake up. Go home. Open Ulysses.
3: Ulysses, external folders, back button.
0: Tap more.
3: Select sheets, button.
0: Tap new sheet.
3: My text field is editing insertion point at start.
0: I am now dictating into this edit field, without having to initiate anything else. Full stop.
3: I am now dictating into this edit field without having to initiate anything else.
0: I will continue to dictate and Voice Control will do the rest. Full stop.
3: I will continue to dictate and Voice Control will do the rest.
0: Select do the rest.
3: Do the rest. Selected. Delete that. Do the rest. Well, menu item.
0: Take my dictation. Full stop.
3: Take my dictation. Try. Delete less than phrase greater than.
0: Go to sleep. Now I'm going to just flick around here and see if we can read that back.
3: Uh, Sir, so text field is editing. I am now dictating into this edit field without having to initiate anything else. I will continue to dictate and voice control will take my dictation. Insertion point between. Full stop. And full stop at the 151st position.
0: You see, the really neat thing about this is that you've got full insertion and deletion and selecting, which is something that is not available in your standard iOS dictation or working with Siri. So, when you master what you can say or what you must say with voice control, you really have something that's getting quite close to the power and accuracy of something like Dragon Naturally Speaking. And actually, it's a lot more efficient, even if you are a proficient keyboard user, to select text in the way that I just did with my voice and then delete that text. In fact, once you've selected the text, you can just replace what you've selected with whatever you want to dictate. Selecting, dictating is a very powerful feature of voice control. And if you're interested in using it, then I would recommend going into the commands and committing some of those to memory. And it's muscle memory, isn't it? Once you use it for a while, you'll find it becomes second nature. Wake up. Open the app switcher.
3: App switcher. Ulysses. Active.
0: Go home. Text field. Ulysses. Go home. Ulysses. Tap Twitterific. Twitch. Finished refreshing. Tap mentions. We got no feedback about that, but I'm pretty confident that we're there. VoiceOver select first item.
3: Sidebar. Closed. Button.
0: VoiceOver next item.
3: Try. VoiceOver item chooser.
0: That's not what I wanted, but that's fine. So you you can hear that it does give you hints there when you're not sure what to do. VoiceOver select next item.
3: Mentions. Heading.
0: VoiceOver select next item.
3: Compose. Button.
0: Voice over selects next item.
3: Search field.
0: Voice over selects next item.
3: Center stage. Button.
0: Voice over select next item.
3: Mushroom FM. His bark at Jonathan Mosin is here at the top of the hour to begin another year of the long-running Mosin explosion. Fabulous music, today and history, and friendly conversation. Hashtag Mushroom FM, the 19th of January, via Mushroom Web.
0: Tap compose. Text field. Voice over activate.
3: Keyboard visible.
0: I am now dictating a tweet using voice control. Full stop. I wonder how many characters it will take me to fill this tweet. Full stop. Go to sleep. Okay, so that last sentence was completely ridiculous because I know that there are 280 characters in a tweet. So let's see if we can get rid of it quickly. Wake up. Select sentence.
3: I wonder how many characters it will take me to fill those tweets. Selected. Delete that. I wonder how many characters it will take me to fill those tweets.
0: Go to sleep. Let's review what we have.
3: Tweet. Text field. Is editing. I am now dictating a tweets using voice control. Word mode. Insertion point at end.
0: Select tweets.
3: Tweets using voice control. Selected. Tweet. try tap tweet tweet text field is editing I am now dictating a tweet using voice control word mode insertion point between tweet and using at the 27th position
0: go to sleep so what we did there was when I played my dictation back it had heard tweets when I said tweet and so I was able to say select tweets and then just say the word tweet and it replaced it wake up Turn off voice control.
3: Alert. Execute this command. Turn off voice control. Cancel. Button. Execute. Button.
0: Tap execute. And now voice control has gone Text away. Field is there editing. we go. Ready for you to use again. That is a brief demonstration of Apple's voice control feature that barely scratches the surface. And I do use this for really good quality dictation and text manipulation. I also use it sometimes when I'm on the treadmill or when I'm getting ready in the morning and I want to catch up on Twitter because I can do it hands-free.
1: What's on your mind? Send an email with a recording of your voice or just write it down. Jonathan at mushroomfm.com That's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N at mushroomfm.com or phone our listener line. The number in the United States is 864 60 Mosin. That's 864 60 at Large Podcast. To sunny Australia
0: we go to hear from Tristan Clare. She says, hi, Jonathan. I have a question about configuring the panning keys on my Mantis. I'm asking you publicly in case anyone else wants to know the answer. Like you, I'm a fan of using the very far left key in order to pan to the next line. I've worked out how to change it on the device. But when I connect the Braille with a lowercase B, I'm not going to answer your question now, display to my iPhone, the order of panning keys reverts to factory settings while the device is paired, meaning that I have to use the second key from the right to pan down to the next line. I was wondering, is there a way to change this so that I can pan with my far left key, whether the device is standing alone or paired, or am I stuck with using the middle right key to pan when I'm reading books on my iPhone? I really hurt using this key as I have to bend my wrist awkwardly in order to use it, whereas the far left key feels so natural and intuitive. If you know of a way to fix this issue, then I'd love to find out. I couldn't find anything in the Braille. Oh, she's got an uppercase B that time. You have redeemed yourself, Tristan Clare. I'll answer the question now. In the Braille settings, in accessibility, all the commands seemed to require the use of dot combinations, and there was no mention of panning keys. I suppose I could get used to two different panning methods, but would rather not. If I don't have to. So hoping you can help me. Well, since you ask so sort of nicely and plaintively, I shall do my best, Tristan. The answer is that there is no way to do some sort of universal mapping that says you should always use the particular thumb key for a particular function. And the reason for that is that the function of the thumb keys is a matter for the screen reader itself. So, for example, if you pair your brow display with JAWS, You would have to go through the process all over again and configure it so that the left hand thumb key works the way you want. And that needs to be done from JAWS itself. So once you pair a Braille display, they essentially become dumb at their end and they take all their intelligence from the screen reader that you are connected to. The good news is you can get this done on iOS and I think what you are experiencing is really a reflection of the facts that there is some work to do with Apple's implementation of the new Braille HID standard well we know this don't we because iOS 14.4 really broke it But even before then, the functions that you could map to keys on the Mantis for Braille-related endeavors are quite limited. And I think that stems from the fact that the current paradigm that Apple has implemented for Braille means that it expects Braille functions to be corded commands. And, of course, you don't cord on a QWERTY keyboard. Let's have a look at changing this. Open voiceover settings.
3: Here are the voiceover settings. Settings. Accessibility. Back button.
0: I've even got it talking Australian just for you, Tristan, so I'm going to flick through this, and there are a couple of ways that you can get at the setting that I'm interested in finding, but I'll do it this way for now.
3: Voice. 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 Tap. One. Double. T- learn. More, voice. Speak. Speaking. Speak. Braille. Voice over. Verbosity. Audio. Commands. Button.
0: We'll double tap.
3: All commands. Button.
0: And I'll flick right.
3: Touch gestures. Keyboard short. Commands are prefixed with the voiceover. Handwriting. Braille screen input. Button. Braille devices. Heading. Focus 40 bt 3200
0: q I'm not going to give you that number, but there we go. That's my APH Mantis. so I'll double tap on that, and that means that we are narrowing the changes that we are making to this Braille display.
3: Braille. Button.
0: And right there, after I double tap, focus is set to the Braille section, and that's the one I want, so I'm going to double tap that. Decrease auto-advance speed. And I have a few things. Actually, I've got the auto-advance set up here too.
3: Enable auto-advance. Dot one plus dot four plus spacebar. That
0: does actually work with a thumb key combination. So the way these keys are represented is not accurate when it comes to what you press on the Mantis. I'm going to flick right.
3: Increase auto-advance. Next input mode. Next output mode. Pan left. Dot four plus spacebar. Button.
0: This is the first one we want to be concerned with. And I'm sure, Tristan, that as someone who knows a lot about Braille and Braille conventions, you'll immediately see that I have made a change here in my configuration. Because normally, if you were going left, you would press dot one, two, or three with the spacebar, depending on what it is that you are doing. And if you were going right, you would press dots four, five, and six. But here...
3: Pan left, dot four plus spacebar.
0: We've got dot four plus the spacebar panning left. What this has actually done is assigned that far right-hand key to panning to the left, which is what we're trying to achieve. So I'll double tap just to show you.
3: Braille keys, heading.
0: And I'll flick right.
3: Dot four plus spacebar.
0: In your case, if you are panning left, you will have dot one plus the spacebar possibly, or even something else. It could be dot two. I can't recall what it originally is set to now, but it won't be this. So you'll flick right. Assign
3: new braille keys, button.
0: To assign new braille keys and double tap. Select alert. Press Braille keys. Now if I press the far right hand thumb key, which is what I want to do to pan left.
3: Braille keys already in use. Dot four plus space bar is already being used to perform the pan left command.
0: Now there's a bit of a UI fail here because all I'm doing is pressing the same key that's already assigned. But in your case, you will get an error that says that this key is already assigned to whatever you've got it assigned to. And you can choose to overwrite it. I'm just going to get out of here.
3: Cancel, replace, cancel, but assign you- So I'll
0: perform a scrub to go back.
3: Pan left, Dot. pan right, dot one plus space bar. But-
0: and we would do the same thing for pan right. But what we want to do in this instance is assign that far left hand thumb key to the function. So you will double tap. You will go to assign new braille key. And when it says to press the key, just press that far left key And voila, as they say, you have now got your keys set to the way that you want them. And I agree with you completely. It is the most efficient way, at least for a fast brow reader like me, to read content. Good luck with reading. It will be nice when iOS eventually fixes the bug that is uh, preventing many of us from reading in Kindle books. And Apple Books, efficiently and effectively, one day it will get fixed, and I hasten to add that there's a lot of misinformation out there among the misinformed, and there's a suggestion that somehow this only affects certain displays. That particular bug, the one that affects auto-scrolling, when you're in applications like Apple Books and Amazon Kindle, that affects all Braille displays, not just new head-based Braille displays.